You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph, and I'm joined here with Akash of Niners Nation. Akash, how are you doing today? Fantastic, Steph. We were talking before we, we hopped on here that we barely got any work done today, so par for the course. Shh, you're not supposed you're not supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> Hope my employer is not watching. But anyway, um, we just got news about the 49ers release. The schedule just came out. So we are going to run through that really quick, you know, give our outlook, what we think about some of these matchups. And, you know, without further ado, let's just fucking get into it, you know? All right. So week one, the 49ers are at Chicago. They're playing the Bears. They're Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. I mean, that's a matchup that we were waiting on before we even knew, you know, when this was going to happen. It's happening week one. We don't have to wait very long. What do you think about this matchup? I actually think it's a great time uh, to have to play in Chicago because a it's in September. You're not playing there, you know, in December or November when it's colder and snowing. Uh, the second thing is uh, the Bears have a rookie head coach and Matt Eberflus, so that's going to be his, you know, first game, just like last year with Dan Campbell and the Lions. So no better time to catch a rookie, rookie head coach. I also thought it's the Dante Pettis revenge game, um, <laughs> yep. but the 49ers opened up as six and a half point favorites. I know it's super early to talk betting lines, but 49ers clearly have a superior roster to Chicago, so it's right. a perfect runway to get Trey Lance started. Agreed, especially when you think about the fact there's a lot of people talking about um, the Bears receiving core, and I know they didn't really do Justin Fields any favors with that. They didn't really get anybody besides, I think, Vellis Jones. They might have gotten another guy after that. I'm not sure. But, I mean, Allen Robinson is out of the picture as well. So when you look at the Bears receiving core, it's not a very strong group. So it – I like this week one matchup a lot for the 49ers. I, I think to me, early prediction, that's a dub. I don't know about you, Nakash. I probably lean the same way. Um, the big question mark is Debo Samuel going to be there, right? Last year in Chicago, he was the savior with that 83 yard catch and run on third and a mile when the offense was teetering. So I think that's probably the biggest question mark. But I imagine if the 49ers are healthy. Going into that week, uh, they should they should take care of business. It should be very similar to what happened in Detroit last year. Right, I think so. And then week two, we have uh, versus the Seahawks. That is at home, uh, September eighteenth, and the Seahawks are going to look pretty different this year, right? Without Russell Wilson, I'm sure we're all pretty happy. Russell Wilson is not going to be. Um, in the picture must much longer, but you know, week three, we'll talk about that in a bit, but um, what do you think this Seattle team is going to look like without Russell Wilson? Eric Crocker put, said it perfectly. The boogeyman is gone. And <laughs> the 49ers have played that. Seattle early in the season, the last few years, right? I think they played them week four last season. Yeah. Um, and this year's just going to be completely different. They're going to have Drew Locke or Geno Smith under center. And so their offense is just going to look vastly different. And they also come off of a short week. They play Monday night football week one 
against the Broncos. So they, they're coming off of a short week, traveling to San Francisco. It's going to be a home opener. 49ers haven't had a September home game in what feels like a minute. So um, I know those hot September games are tough, but you put a division rival like the Seahawks in there and hopefully the 49ers fans can pack the stands. And uh, I think it's been a good one. I would expect, again, the 49ers to come out on top of this game. Yeah, I agree. And so already you're seeing a great start for Trey Lance. And that was we can assume he will be starting these two games. I feel like, you know, Chicago and Seattle going against like true lock. That's not very scary. So I, I'm feeling good about Trey Lance being able to start two zero. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's hard when you start start with these schedule predictions because we're just so far yeah. ahead. You don't know what the yep. final rosters look like. But it's similar to last year. Last year when they had Lions-Eagles and we were sitting here talking about the schedule, we felt pretty confident that they were going to be 2-0. and And I think it's kind of the same sentiment this season. Yeah, definitely. Well, week three is where it starts to get a little iffy. And like I said, maybe the boogeyman is out of, uh, you know, Seattle, like uh, Eric Crocker said. But – Week three, Russell Wilson is in Denver now, and that seems to be a sneaky, tough game for the 49ers. And I don't even know if you can say sneaky. I mean, any team that Russell Wilson is on is going to be good. I think the Denver Broncos already had some very strong pieces, both on offense and defense. I, I think they're going to be a playoff team this year, and so – that week three game is going to be a tough one, no less in Denver. What do you think about that one? That one's going to be tough. It's uh, it's a Sunday night football game, so it's going to be Trey Lance's first primetime start, right? Because the two starts he made last season, Houston and Arizona, were both you know, in the afternoon. Bright lights on the road in Denver, which is just generally a pretty hostile environment to play when, the, when their teams have been yep. good. Uh, like back when they had Peyton Manning and – and those Broncos teams, that stadium would just get raucous. And I would expect a similar environment um, when the 49ers do come into town. And so I think that's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough test for the 49ers. I would say games like these are just a coin flip, right? I think I think the 49ers match up pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's, it's a tough ask for a young quarterback, assuming Trey Lance is a starter, on the road. Yeah, I think – I think early prediction, right? I mean, I think that one's going to be the first loss of the season, probably. And I mean, I you, said it, it, you said it. It's going to be a hostile environment for sure. I am definitely going to be at that game. No question about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to, to see a lot of Niner fans travel for that one. But again, Broncos fans are, are pretty hardcore as well. So. It's going to be a tough one uh, for Trey Lance. Now, moving on to week four. I mean, these back-to-back games, week three, week four, some tough matchups. So they can start two and one, I mean, uh, 2-0, but it's possible after week four, we might be looking at 2-2. They play the LA Rams at home. I mean, it's a home game at least, week four. It's a Monday night football game. Yeah, Monday Night Football. Uh, again, under the bright lights. I mean, we get two primetime games back-to-back. Uh, what do you think about this one? 
Ah, it, it's going to be similar to last season, right? They last season they started out Lions Eagles, then boom, they got uh, the Packers Sunday Night Football, and then I think they had Seattle at home. And next thing you know, they were two and two, and eventually ended up three and five. And again, it's a tough matchup. Ram, the Rams on paper are always going to be a hard matchup for the 49ers, um, just because of the way both teams are constructed. And so, you know, it's hard to predict some of these games when the 49ers play better teams because a lot of that is going to rest on how Trey Lance plays. Because yeah. when I think some of these other games, and, and we'll get to it, when the 49ers just have a better roster than some of these teams, less of, less is going to be asked of Trey Lance. Whereas I think in some of these other games, just they're going to ask Trey Lance to carry the load sometimes. And I guess we'll just have to kind of find out if he's able to. But conservatively, I would go two and two probably after the four games. Yep, I'm I'm with you there for sure. Luckily, week five at Panthers, granted it is a road game, but nothing on paper suggests that the Panthers would be a tough matchup. Who knows? Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is traded before the season starts and he's you know, he's their starting quarterback. Who knows? Maybe that'd be a little not scary, but you know, the it I'd, I'd give him a, a notch up uh, on that if if uh, Garoppolo ended up there. But, I mean, overall, I think this would be a uh, get-right game after, you know, the tough Broncos and Rams games back-to-back. What do you think about this one? 100% agree. And the other thing is I think this is a 4, 4 p.m. Eastern start, so 1 p.m. Pacific, which means it's not a body clock game. So the 49ers will be coming off of a short week, traveling cross country. And if that's a 10 a.m. start, those just are tough. I know the Niners historically have been pretty good in those 10 a.m. cross country games under Kyle Shanahan. But yep. having it be a one o'clock kickoff in Carolina, where it's still probably be warm, you know, in uh, early October is a good thing. And then uh, so I would I would imagine they play either Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield or the rookie quarterback they just drafted, which it's just to the 49ers advantage. I think the 49ers just roster is far better than the Panthers on paper. So I can't, I can't see them losing that game. Right. Agreed. So I think our early prediction by week five, three, two Um, week six, they get another again on paper, easy game again on the road versus Atlanta uh, in Atlanta against the Falcons. I mean, they, they got a couple decent pieces so that's why i say on paper right i mean but the 49ers should be better than them in pretty much every category but you never know but i feel pretty good about this game all things considered agree i imagine the 49ers stay on the east coast so look yeah. for them to stay in green bar green briar in west virginia or uh last time they stayed in florida i think they worked out of uh i forget what college it was but they were kind of in that northern florida area so I'd, I'd expect them to stay on the East Coast uh, for those couple weeks. And like many other East Coast trips they've taken where they've stayed out there, I expect them to go 2-0 and on the stretch. So I would expect them to be 4-2 and after this six-week stretch heading into that big Kansas City matchup at home. Yeah, you said it. Big Kansas City matchup. I mean, I don't think it matters where this game is played, what time it's played. This is a tough game. Uh, for the 49ers, as we know. Um, and I'm not sure what time this game is at, I, but I assume it's not a... Uh, it's not a primetime prime game. Yeah. So it's I, a 1 or a 125 start. 
Yeah. So, um, right. I mean, it's at home as well. So what do you think about this game? This one would make me nervous. I mean, I think yep. that's probably a loss as well, if we're being honest. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're keeping it a buck right now, I don't know how you pencil that in as a, as a W yeah. unless, you know, if Trey Lance comes out the gates in the first six weeks and he's, you know, on flames, then maybe, you know, we'll change our prediction. But I feel like right now, without knowing what Lance looks like on the field, I would I would probably go conservative and say that's a loss. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then week eight at LA, the Rams, once again, week eight. So we get the Rams games out of the way early, which I think we are okay with. I, I don't mind that. I, I know it makes for great television, but it makes me so nervous having them be the last team that we play in the regular season. So I, I personally am glad to see them uh, week four and week eight. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? Again, another back-to-back. It seems like there's two easy games and two <laughs> rough games and then two easy and two yeah. rough once again. So yeah. Chiefs and Rams back-to-back is going to be quite the challenge. What do you think? Yeah, just like week three and week four, week seven and week eight, kind of is the start of a tough stretch for the 49ers. And as we look ahead to their next few games, I think this is probably the toughest part of their schedule. Uh, Luckily, whenever they travel to L.A., and we've talked about this at length last season, it's Levi's South, effectively, right? The 49ers fan base turns out in in, uh, big numbers uh, there in Los Angeles to root their team on. So I'd expect the same. Uh, This is an afternoon game as of right now, so – not in prime time like that first matchup, but the 49ers have to split the LA Rams games in order if they want to win the division, in my opinion. I think yeah. depending on what metric you look at, the Rams probably have the hardest schedule in the NFL. They play, you know, a first place schedule. Um, the Niners play a third place schedule. And I think because of the divisions they play, right, the AFC West and the NFC West, it's just an extremely tough schedule. So I think the 49ers have to split the Rams games for if they have any hopes of winning the NFC West, in my opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and say this is a win just because we said week four was a loss. I think that's early in the season. And then it's one of those things where, you know, they make some adjustments. Lance is settled in, you know, seven weeks yeah. into the season and they're able to pull this off. So I'll, I'll go ahead and say win. I, I think so too. I mean, in the last few years, they've been able to, I mean, they've had They're a lot six of six and one against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've had a lot of success, but then you have to take into account that Trey Lance, although we know he has a high ceiling, there are going to be some growing pains there. And when you go against teams as experienced, as good as the Rams, as the Chiefs, as we've been talking about, I think the margin for error is far less. And and so I think you know, it, it makes sense that he might drop one. But by week eight, like you said, he he might be able to have some momentum, you know, feeling a little better within the offense. You know, as we know, the more time that he gets within this offense, the better he's going to look. Even in the limited time he had last year, we saw him improve with every quarter. So hopefully by week eight, yeah, I, I'm with you there. That could potentially be a win and it would be great if they can win right before their week nine bye week as we know at least the bye week is right between this really tough stretch right and that's true 
a, a week nine bye week is ideal because at least I think halfway down the season. Yep. It's right in the middle. Um, so that's definitely ideal. The one question I have, the 49ers under Kyle Shanahan has, they haven't had a great track record with post bye week games, the, the game immediately following their bye week. Mm-hmm. So looking at week 10 versus the chargers, it is at home. But the Chargers, we know that's a tough team. And I I don't know, just based on that history, they haven't proven that they can, you know, come out looking sharp after these bye week games. So I might say that one's a loss, week 10. Yeah, I've got that game circle. That one's going to be fantastic. It's Sunday night football, Levi's, just for these primetime games. If you've been there, anyone watching has been there, win it. When those night games get absolutely rocking, and yeah. for uh, a Chargers team, especially that's on paper supposed to be really good with Justin Herbert and all the free agent uh, moves that they've made this offseason, trading for Khalil Mack, etc., I think it's just going to be one that people are really intrigued by. It's going to be a big time game. I actually think the 49ers um, have an advantage there in terms of Kyle Shanahan versus Brandon Staley. I think he's just really familiar with that style of defense, right? Brandon Staley, defensive coordinator with the Rams. They've just generally had some success. And so I think Kyle Shanahan's going to look to stick it to Brandon Staley. Obviously, the tough part is going to be defending Justin Herbert and that offense. But I think 49ers defense on paper is going to look really good. So I'm actually going to go the other way and say that's a W. Okay. I I mean, I like that. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I obviously would love it because again, they need to get that monkey off their back. The the fact that they can't win after the bye <laughs> weeks, I would just love for them to be able to get that done. Uh, moving on to week 11 at Cardinals. But as we know, this is the game that we've, we've known about for, you know, a few days now in Mexico city. So not so much. It's a, in a way game, but not technically because it's, it's possible. This is a neutral crowd. Would you say? Yeah, I, I would go as, you know, far to say that it's probably a 49ers, uh, you know, leading crowd. I think they have yeah. a pretty big fan base in Mexico that would uh, show out for this game just based off of when they announced the game and you look through, you know, social media and things, it just feels like there's more buzz for the 49ers there. Uh, the other thing to note is DeAndre Hopkins is only suspended for the first what six games, so he'll yeah. be back for both uh, both of the yeah. Cardinals matchups. Uh, but on the flip side, the Cardinals have fallen apart in the back half of the season under Cliff Kings under Cliff Kingsbury with Kyler Murray. So it's good that the 49ers are playing the Cardinals twice in the second half of the season, where they've just generally struggled. So I, I, I like that. I like that it's also, you know, one of their away games is being used for Mexico City and not a home game. So they end up with an advantage there. And then the other thing is this is the only time in the second half of the season that they leave the West West Coast time zone. All the other games there are, are basically in the West Coast. So um, it's good from a travel standpoint. Yeah, I think so too. I, I saw someone point out that traveling to Carolina or and I think even – uh, New Orleans is further than Mexico City, so it. I I don't think it'll feel like that much of an away game for the 49ers, which is definitely an ideal situation. I like the matchup in Week 11. You mentioned 
you know, Cliff Kingsbury has the wheels start falling off in the second half. And so, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I do hate the fact that, you know, we don't get to play the Cardinals within the first six weeks of, uh, you know, where, uh, Hopkins is suspended. Hopkins. Yeah. He's going to be serving his suspension. So, but you know, we take what we can and I think that's going to be a dub for the 49ers in week 11. Yeah, and I think the other thing is leading up to that week, I read they're probably going to be in Colorado, right? Mexico City is, I think it's like 7,200 feet is the altitude. So you got you to get your players to adjust. So I think they're going to be practicing out of either like the Army, yeah, uh, like campus in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, leading up to that week. So uh, they may not be here in Santa Clara in the lead up to that game. So yeah, I still like to watch that. That definitely would make sense just to get acclimated because that the altitude is a big thing. I mean, even for athletes, you wouldn't think so. You think these guys are in shape. It has nothing to do with being in shape. It's it's still quite the adjustment. So uh, definitely, I actually hope that they, they do some of that prep before that game. Uh, week 12, again, at home against the Saints. You think Saints the last few years, you're like, ooh, that's a tough one. I I don't know if I'm if I'm as convinced that this is going to be as tough of a game as people think it will be. Maybe I'm being naive. I don't know. And another thing that I want to point out, a lot of people were thinking that, oh, after this international game in Mexico City, week 12 must be the bye week. No, the bye week's a little earlier, and they kind of get screwed, um, you know, having to play back at home, which I think – okay, no, that's not a primetime game, so that one's not bad. But if – oh, it's a Monday. Week 11 is a Monday Monday, and You get short travel coming back. Yep, yep. so that's where it's it's kind of tough. So not only do they not get the bye week in week 12, but they're coming off that short week in week 11 – coming back home week 12. What do you think about this one? This one, I, I I agree with you that I think people, when they see the Saints on the schedule, they think Drew Brees, Sean Payton, high-flying offense, extremely tough defense, talented team. And I just don't know if that's the case. And I'm interested to see how Dennis Allen fares as a head coach. And again, it's later in the season, so we'll kind of get an idea of what the Saints are like. They're still talented on paper, um, but it's just – it's just the coaching, coaching and quarterback, right? Jameis Winston coming off the ACL injury. What is he going to look like? Uh, I know they'll have Michael Thomas back this season. They drafted Chris Olave, so that'll be a little intriguing. But yeah. it just really comes down to Dennis Allen and, you know, his tenure with the Raiders didn't go particularly well. And I know he's been a good defensive coordinator for the Saints, but not sure what to expect. there. I would lean the 49ers, especially at home. Um, yeah, especially coming off of a Monday night short week, I think they'd be – They'd be focused for that game. I could see them pulling that off. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'm with you there. Um, week 13 uh, versus the Dolphins, again at home. So this is a good stretch here where, you know, after coming back from Mexico City, they have four games at home. And I, I think that's when a lot of people were freaking out about the a lot of away games to start the season. I don't mind it because at least then you get to start your second half, which if you're a playoff aspiring team, getting 
that momentum, you know, that that can help going into the playoffs. So I don't mind it too much. I think that is an advantage to the 49ers. Uh, oh, I got the Raiders one wrong. Week 17 is actually uh, – that's an away game, obviously. Uh. So my graphic is wrong there, but – 15 yeah, and mean, 17 are both away games. 15 and 17. Okay. Yep. My rush to this graphic, obviously. But <laughs> um, yeah, so week 13, though, at home against the Dolphins. This one's going to be an exciting one. I can only imagine that Levi's is going to be rocking for this one. I think so, too, uh, just because it's Mike McDaniel's homecoming. Um, but I was there. Th- I guess the last time the Dolphins came to Levi's, it was the COVID year. It was 2020. So I don't think there were fans in the stands. If I'm, yeah, I don't think there were fans in the stands. It was the Brian Allen game where they got torched by Ryan Fitzpatrick, who thankfully isn't on the Dolphins. So it's probably going to be two Tonga Mailoa starting. But yeah, just not sure what to expect with that offense and that team, right? New again, same thing with the Saints. Just a new coaching staff. A lot of this, a lot of the same players. They obviously added Tyree Kill, but it's late in the season, so we'll get an idea for what the Dolphins are like. If I had to bet, I would imagine they they come out with a win. Again, I think they're just a better team on paper. And if the 49ers are a playoff team, these are just games they have to take care of. So I think they win both Week 12 12 and Week 13, especially because they have the Bucs coming up the next week. So I I would imagine they have a little home stretch here. They just got to take care of business. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Kyle Shanahan always seems to – turn it up against his uh you know proteges and he's gonna want to stick it to mike mcdaniel for sure so i it's gonna be such a tough game and a very entertaining one i would imagine just both of them trying to one-up each other i think yeah this is gonna be a really good game i think i might have to go to that one as well (laughs) Uh, yeah Fortnite's have a good home slate this year, and ironically, I think that might be that or the Saints game might be the worst. I'd argue. Worst? What do you mean? Uh, like out of their home games, like if I if I were paying tickets to go, oh, entertainment wise, <laughs> entertainment wise, it'd be either like the Saints, Dolphins, or Commanders game. Sounds awful. The other six games yeah. on their home schedule are like pretty nice. I think the game against the Dolphins just sounds incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's just gonna be so entertaining, and they're just gonna do all this crazy stuff. I, I, at least I hope. I, that's what I would think. <laughs> we say that now and then. You know, Tua yeah. has gotten benched, and they got some backup quarterback <laughs> in there, and the Dolphins are like four and eight coming into the game. You know. Yeah. Oh man, we, we would see. I mean, I'm rooting for Mike McDaniel, but obviously not in Week 13. Um. But week 14, another home game. This, we can assume, is a going to be a tough one for the 49ers. I mean, Tom Brady coming back to the Bay Area with all the history, recent history that we know between those two. I think we can imagine that, you know, Brady's going to want to come out and, you know, beat the shit out of him. <laughs> what do you think about this week 14 matchup? Tom Brady probably has this one circled on his calendar, especially with the fact that, you know, the 49ers turned down Brady a couple years ago when he had an opportunity, when he was a free agent and wanted to come to San Francisco. And I'm sure he's been licking his chops for this opportunity um, to to come to San Francisco in front of his family and and beat his, you know, uh, childhood uh, team. So this, this is also, I'd say a candidate to be flexed 
because we're in the latter half of the season, right? Sunday night football games cannot be flexed in and out. This right now isn't a primetime game. It's in the afternoon. Um, and I'd imagine, I don't, I don't know what the Sunday night football matchup is for that game, but if 49ers are a playoff team, Bucks probably going to be a playoff team. I'd imagine this is a game that they would look to flex into that spot. So this is going to be a fun matchup. I, I mean, obviously I'd probably pencil it in as a loss right now, but yeah, who knows? I, I think on paper, it's, it's one of the better games, um, you know, on their schedule. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if I keep talking about the Dolphins game, but I feel like also if the Dolphins have a really good record going into week 13, I think that might be also another candidate to get flexed. Um, but I mean, those two games right there, week 13, week 14, those are going to be some entertaining ones. albeit they'll, they'll, they will be some tough ones for the 49ers. Um, week 15, they have an away game. Again, my graphic here is wrong. I, I posted that as a, a home game. It's an away game. They're going to be playing at Seattle week 15, Thursday night football game. So they're going to go from Tom Brady week 14 to a short week um, against Drew Locke and the Seattle Seahawks. What do you think about this one? Again, I mean, we talked about Seattle week two. They're not as scary as they used to be. But again, Pete Carroll, he can he can still coach up his guys. And I think he this draft, I think they made some in, improvements on defense. We don't know what that'll translate to on the field in the season, but I think they they could come away with a win week 15 as well. What do you think? Depends on the outcome of week 14, I think. Usually when the 49ers play in those tough physical big time games, they it, you know, it's like George Kittle said, usually ends up being a body bag game and they just come out of it bruised and nicked up yeah. and isn't the, the latter half of the season on a short week. So that's probably the biggest concern. I think if they were playing Seattle in a normal week, you'd feel a little bit better about it. But short week, got to travel, it's a short flight, a couple hours. Uh, but it's later in the season in Seattle, so it's probably going to be cold and muggy and rainy and just, just gross. And that's when all the chaotic stuff happens up here in Seattle. So... Uh, I would say it's a tougher matchup than I think people just, uh, you know, think with Drew Locke and Geno Smith there. And I think if it's late in the season, Seattle's not that great of a record and the 49ers are fine for a playoff spot. I'm sure Seattle will look to, you know, disrupt any playoff hopes for the 49ers. And I'm sure Pete Carroll will motivate them that way. So that could be sneaky, tougher than people think. But if the 49ers are our playoff team, if they're as good as we think, they should come away with the win there. Yeah, and so you live in the Seattle area, correct? So, do are you gonna are you gonna be at that game week fifteen? So I live in the Seattle area right now. I'm actually moving back to San Francisco uh, later this summer. So I'll be in the Bay Area before week the season two. starts. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be there for week two. I will not be here for week 15. No part of me wants to come back to Seattle in December, I think is when that game is. Uh, yeah, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I am. I've circled week two as well. I'm trying to get out to that one as well. So it'd be great to link with you, but week 16 uh, against the Washington commanders. This is going to be a home game for the 49ers Saturday, uh, you know, Christmas Eve, Quick question for you, Akash, because I wasn't sure. Is a Saturday game, because I know those later in the year, week 16, week 17, they always have Saturday games. Are those considered primetime? 
No, so I think when okay. Christmas, I think when Christmas is on a Sunday, they put all the games on Saturday, and they have three primetime games on Sunday. So I think if this is just a standard like one o'clock game. I think okay. a lot of teams are playing on a short week, and then there's six teams or three games I think that are on Sunday. I think that's how it is. Okay. But yeah, you are right. Generally, I've been there I think, a couple years ago. The Niners played the Rams on Christmas Eve, and that was a uh, it was like a night game. That was the one where they had like the third and 16 bombs that they completed at the end of the game to win. So, but I think this is just a standard one o'clock game. I think this is tougher than people uh, are saying, because you see Washington late in the season and you're like, ah, it's going to be an easy win. But Carson Wentz generally has played well against the 49ers two years ago. The Eagles yeah. came to Levi's one last year with the yeah. Colts came to Levi's one. one. Uh, I think commanders are just a better team than people give them, uh, you know, people expect them to be. So I think that one's going to be tough, but I conservatively would, let's say that's a win. Yeah. I mean, I think you bring up a good point. Obviously Carson Wentz, they got an upgrade at quarterback for sure. I mean, they have Terry McLaurin as well. Uh, They got, who is it? Uh, Dotson from Penn state. Right. So yeah, they have a pretty solid group of guys, I think. And yeah, I mean, I could see that one being a sneaky tough game for them again. I mean, it's, it's a late in the season game. So it, with some of these, it really all depends on, you know, who's still healthy because a lot of the time, yep, you know, who, who they started out with in week one, there's a completely different team by week 16. Hopefully that's not the case for the 49ers. We know they've had history of that in the past, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. That could be a sneaky tough game, but hopefully they come away with it as I assume it, it may come with some playoff implications. Week 17. Again, my graphic is wrong here. I hate myself. That is an away game. They're going to, be playing in Las Vegas against the Raiders. And that is actually on New Year's Day, right, Akash? Yeah, it's New Year's Day, Jan 1st, 2023. What a way to ring in the new year in Las Vegas against the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, 49ers Raiders just in general are big matchups, just given the fact that both teams were in the Bay Area, the fan bases don't particularly like each other. And then this is the first time the 49ers are playing in Vegas at Legion Stadium. So I'm sure a lot of fans would want to check the stadium out uh, regardless of where you put it on the schedule. And now you put it new year's day. I mean, in Vegas, that sounds like a pretty fun weekend. Um, yeah. That's going to be, I, th- I think if you're a fan going to that game, you're excited because you can make some new year's Eve plans in Vegas, go out and then, you know, go straight to the game after uh, it's going to be an interesting one for the players, right? Vegas, new year's day. Like how do you handle that? Uh, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to see what the travel plans are like. Um, yes. And then the other thing, it's late in the season. Raiders are a good team on paper. And so you'd expect them to be competing for a playoff spot in the AFC under Josh McDaniels. So it's probably going to be an important game for both teams. Yeah. Uh, 49ers get to see Devontae Adams again. Looking forward to Charvarius Ward against Devontae Adams in that matchup. So that'll be fun. Uh, but just uh, probably my favorite game on the schedule, to be honest, given when it is and the team and the city. I- I'm excited for that one. Yeah, to me, it it sounds like a shit show, man. Like, just <laughs> 49ers, Raider fans in the same city, uh, New Year's Day, hangovers everywhere. Like, it just 
Whew. I I so wanted to go to this game, and now I'm like not sure. And I know a lot of other fans like have said the same thing. So, and also the hotels are gonna be ridiculous. it's gonna be wildly expensive to get in that yeah. weekend. Like fly in hotels, yeah. like everything should be outrageous. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think it might favor some of the local uh, Raiders fans a little bit. And I think the Raiders come away with a win on that one over the Niners. I know. I know that's not going to be a very popular opinion, but I think so. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's so late in the season, it's hard to predict like what the teams yeah. are going to look like and who's healthy going into that game, right? That's honestly what it comes down to. But um, I, I will say it's not a bad time to have uh, the Commanders, then the Raiders, then they close with the Cardinals. It's not a bad closing stretch. Yeah. Those four games there to close the season, you can go on a mini little run there um, if they were trying to make, you know, if they were on the edge of the playoffs, that'd be, that's a good closing stretch for the 49ers. I think so. There's an opportunity there, but I think there's also the opportunity for, you know, overlooking some of these guys. I mean, you mentioned the commanders as well. Um, Raiders, I mean, a lot of us don't take them seriously, but they could, you know, sneak out some games, you know, <laughs> win. So that could be one on week 17. I don't know. Obviously, I hope the Niners win. Uh, that would be a great way to, to ring in the new year for sure. Week 18, final game of the regular season for the Niners. It's going to be a home game against the Arizona Cardinals. And we said it, you know, even talking about week 11, this is when the wheels kind of start to fall off for the Cardinals uh, under Cliff Kingsbury. So I, I like, you know, being able to play the Cardinals last game of the season instead of the Rams personally. So what do you think about this one? Agree there. If you So typically week 18 games are divisional uh, yeah. across the NFL. They have been for years. So if you're looking at the NFC West and you're like week 18, what team would you want to play? This season, probably Seattle, just given who's that quarterback, no Russell Wilson. Yeah. And then the second team would be Arizona. And for the reasons you mentioned, right, they generally fall apart in the second half of the season. The second thing is let's assume the Rams – you know, win the NFC West, which I think they are. Uh, they're favored to win it in Vegas sports books. I just think they're the better team. Um, and so you're probably competing for a wild card spot with Arizona. Well, you play them week 18. So I'm sure that game is going to have heavy implications, right? Whether it's for seeding, whether it's to get in tiebreaker, whatever. And to have that at Levi's at home is just, is pretty good considering I think last season they were on the road in Los Angeles and yeah. then three years ago in 2019, they were on the road in Seattle to win the division. And so now to have an impactful game in week 18 at home, I think is just good. Um, yeah, it's just you just rather be at Levi's, have that week in Santa Clara to prepare and not worry about the travel. Yep, I, I definitely like that. And I am going to chalk that up early, chalk it up as a win. Um but altogether, I mean, looking at this schedule, thinking about, you know, Trey Lance, if he's is indeed the one starting, which we could assume or would assume that he will be, he's going to have a lot of growing up to do in in this season. Yes. And there's there's some 
stretches where, you know, he's going to be tested. The team is going to be tested with him under center. So just overall, you know, what do you think about this schedule? Do you love it? Do you hate it? What are your thoughts? Overall, I think it's not bad. I think like you mentioned at the top of the, at the top of our show that, you know, they've got like a couple easy games and a couple hard games, right? Like week one and two, week five and six, they've got pockets of easy teams sandwiched between pockets of difficult games. So I think early on, you know, the 49ers have to take care of business against some of these inferior opponents. And then you just, you know, with Trey Lance early in the season, you just hope to, you know, win half of these tough games, right? Against Denver, the two LA games and Kansas City. If you can come out of those games two and two, all of a sudden you're what six and two going into the bye. And now you're cooking and you've got eight games of experience for Trey Lance this season and you get a bye, you hopefully get healthy and you go into the second half of the season with some hope. So I'd say that probably should be their goal going into the bye. And I don't know how realistic that is, but um six and two, five, three would be great. And then the back half of the schedule, kind of the same thing. Your toughest games are probably, you know, the chargers, the bucks, uh, and probably that Raiders game. And so again, if you can go, uh, five and three before the bye, and then go, you know, six and three after the bye, you'd be 11 and six. And I think Vegas puts them at 10 and a half wins for the season. That's where they're over under is set at. So I think they're going to be right there. They're going to be, you know, a 10 and seven, 11 and six team, a wild card team, just like last season. Uh, and ultimately if Trey Lance improves as the season goes on, he shows flashes and they're healthy. You just never know when they, you know, you get into the playoffs. So I would expect them to be kind of right in that range where they were last year. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, there's definitely some some pockets of the schedule that are a bit concerning, especially, you know, the week seven to week 11 stretch there. But I love, love, love the week nine bye. Um, I feel like the, the last couple of years they've gotten just screwed on their, their bye week. So I am so happy to see a, like, neutral by week in week nine. So overall, I feel pretty good about the schedule. Again, Trey Lance is going to have, he's going to have a lot of growing up to do in a short amount of time. I think the first few games are going to be very important for him and his growth and development. And if he's able to, you know, learn quickly in, in that span of time, I think, you know, the second half of the season should be, come a little bit easier to him especially if the defense take takes care of their side of the ball as well so overall feel pretty good about it and from a travel standpoint we talked about this in the second half of the season after the bye they only leave the west coast once to go to mexico city outside of that they're in they're 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 just you know a couple hour flights so uh, that that'll be good, especially at later in the season as you, you just have more injuries and things of that nature. Shorter flights is just great for recovery. So that's also good from a travel point of view. Um, and then the, the longest travels early in the season, right, with Chicago and then the trip to Carolina, Atlanta. So overall, it's a pretty good schedule. Um, yeah. It sucks that they play the AFC West right when the AFC West gets really good, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, they got five primetime games, which is the max going into the season. So they're going to be on, you know, uh, big games, prime time a lot, which is fantastic. But, yeah, looking forward. I can't wait. When the schedule comes out, you're always like, oh, man, when's the season going to start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Super excited. I mean, this is 2023. Trey Lance, 
era starting, it all feels so much more real. Yeah, hopefully. It it now feels so much more real. I do have my Trey Area shirt on. (laughs) And speaking of Trey Lance, I am doing a giveaway for a Trey Lance jersey. All right, so make sure that you guys enter. All you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if you're watching this on YouTube, Go ahead, subscribe. If you already subscribed, great. You already got half of the job done. All you have to do is go on Twitter and reply with the screenshot of your subscription so I know that you are subscribed. So go to at Stragosaurus, check out that pinned tweet, and respond to that right there. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, Akash. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, have a great rest of your day. And talk to you guys later. Peace.